Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We got another life's little cheat sheet for you for the month of July, actually, and this full moon coming up on July 3rd. This is a powerful inner journey month. Um, I am crazy excited for it, potentially because I'm a Leo and I have like a million planets in Leo, like my own Venus is in Leo and it's a Venus retrograde happening in Leo. My sun, Jupiter, Mercury is in Leo. Yeah, I'm, I, got, I got, a little, got a little bit of Leo in me. But um, this Venus retrograde, it's a unique one. It, and I talk all about that and how we can tap into the alchemy and the magic that's within Venus, um, that's held within this like 40 day journey that she takes when she goes retrograde. And it's an inward journey, opening and awakening different, different things within us. And it's just, I don't, I, I just really want everyone to get, can you hear the, the Leo in me? I just want everyone to get so much out of this time, right? That's like Leo's sun, right? Like that right there. It's like Leo's sun. They shine a light and they just, they want everyone to get so much sunshine, right? like so much goodness, so much love. Uh, Leo is big heart. Leo is courage. It's bravery. It's the lion. Um, so you can kind of feel into all of those things around this time. And the sun's going to move into Leo uh, this month. And as it does, everything squares or touches into um, Pluto, right? Because Pluto's at 29 degrees, 20, 29 degrees <laughs> going retrograde. And Pluto is just a powerhouse of a powerhouse right now. Uh, squaring the nodes of fate. This is wild how all of this is intermixing and touching each other. So this is not just a heart journey with Venus going retrograde. It's a soul journey with Pluto squaring the nodes. And I talk about the three different dates that Pluto squares the nodes exactly. That's a really good week to deepen in, to do some soul work, some soul journeying, some soul revealing, just get with soul sister, soul friend, soul brother, soul family, right? What is it that sings to your soul? What is soul food for you? Because that is a magical week. It doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, but it's a magical week. This full moon is also, has a lot of magic to it. Um, there's a lot of magic. To this, to this full moon, and I talk more about that too. Like Shiva, divine masculine, is on the sun on this full moon. That's that's a, that's high level um, consciousness. That's high level masculine, and I even take us into a practice. So stay tuned for that one because that's a powerful practice um, to potentially feel into doing on this full moon. If that sings to you, right? You got to feel for you, of course. Um, but there's a couple of different things to do on the full moon. There's also the rewilding circle that happens on the 1st of July, which will be very, 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 very linked to all of the energy of July and supportive to that beautiful circle of souls. Um, and I talk a little bit more about that too, but there's also a ton of free stuff too. So if you're like, Sabrina, I don't have the money. Um, I just, I can't, I can't do any of that stuff right now that you've been offering. I've wanted to, but I can't. 
I share at least three different free resources that we have available right now. Um, workshops, they are experiential journeys. They are good and proper rewilding workshops for you to go into. So don't miss out. Um, don't, don't, like, no, <laughs> this is gonna sound a little in your face. No excuses, no excuses. Let's make July this amazing month where it's revelatory. Um, we're really giving ourselves the space to transform. It's transformation, Pluto, transformation, death for rebirth, but it's transformation to create our next best lives, our next greatest expression of self, stepping into our next highest potentials. That's what's on offer in July. I'm literally moving things around in rewilding to give space for what is possible and what can be revealed in July. But we have to give the space to it and we have to be doing the work um, to allow for the insights to come, right? Like we have to bring our energy and our consciousness to it, not just sit back and like, well, well, right? There's a way that we can actively, actively work with it. Um, and that's, that's a Leo thing. That's a fire, right? Like it's not a passive sign. It's not a passive energy. Capricorn, that's where this full moon is falling. Not a passive energy. Capricorn is like taskmaster. It's like do. If you're not going to do, you're not going to get. <laughs> So that's a lot of this energy, right? It's a lot of this energy, even if it's doing the inward work, even if it's doing a nothingness meditation, right? That's what's being asked for right now. That's where the fruit is at. That's where things will pay off in dividends. Okay, I wish you so much love and so many blessings for this full moon. Uh, enjoy the episode. Life's little cheat sheet for the July 3rd full moon in Capricorn. How can you get the most out of this full moon? What can you put your energy toward? And it will pay off. This is an interesting one. Uh, let me feel for three big overall themes. Let's see if I can do this for you. Um, one theme is external things are going to slow down, but internal things are going to ramp up. A second thing is truths being revealed. I know, I know, I say that a lot on full moons, but truths being revealed, power dynamics being shown to us that we maybe didn't see before, um, being asked to dig deeper, this is a wild one, deeper into what we truly value, right? So truths being revealed in many different areas, but a lot around authentic values. What is it that you really value from a soul, heart aligned, deep core um, place, which I love. This has to do with Pluto. It has to do with Venus. It has to do with the nodes. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And let me see if I can give you a third one. Um, gosh, it's got to be something with the feminine. Uh, feminine, let me feel for words that I would say. Um, feminine power, uh, feminine mysteries, feminine gifts, feminine principles, feminine, uh, to do with the feminine, like more of your feminine being revealed, more of the values too, also values. There's a lot to do with values this month around, uh, how you value your feminine, how you express your feminine. Do you complain about your emotional nature? Do you complain about your sensitivity? Do you complain about 
um, how in your body, you know, you have to lug around this meat suit with you all over the place. Feminine is very embodied. It's very much about life force. It's about being very connected to everything, to everyone. Um, it's about love, the flow of love, the flow of the interconnectedness, the awareness of the interconnectedness of the all of everything. And so I think a lot of us are going to be looking at what is our true relationship to the feminine this month. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm crazy excited for it. Uh, crazy excited because it also means this enormous doorway is open for more of the feminine mysteries to be not only revealed, but to be embodied and expressed out through ourselves. So crazy excited for that. And we'll have some fun stuff coming up this month, uh, which you'll just kind of have to stay tuned for because I can't announce anything yet. Uh, but let me feel... Um, Overall, let's talk a little bit more about the two overall things that are happening in July. This is the month where kind of astrologers have been pointing to this month of like, ooh, July 2023, this is going to be interesting how this plays out. And part of this is the outward planets are retrograde or starting to go retrograde. Um, so there's a lot of slowing down, right? And that just for some of us can cause real frustration because we um, it, it'll be like it's frustrating for the part of us that wants to accomplish things externally. That could be what it feels like, especially second half of the month once Venus goes retrograde because that's very personal. Um, and so that could affect us even more uh, where we're more aware of it. Um, but that's just something kind of overall to feel into. But the two big things overall in July are Pluto squaring the nodes of fate. This is big. And it's interesting that they will align perfectly three times. Three times on July 22nd, July 25th, and July 28th. Pluto will square. Pluto, uh, transformation, deep transformation, death for rebirth, squaring squaring that causes friction it causes uh, the friction is what causes change right so it's an intense um it's an intense it's, it's also called the bending of the nodes and so that's a really hot spot especially with the nodes because the nodes are directly opposite each other and what do the nodes mean the nodes are your nodes of fate your destiny where you're headed to in this life so if you ever want to look at like soul purpose right? Soul calling, soul mission, destiny, fate. You want to look at the nodes of the moon. If you've never done that and you don't know how to do that, we have a free astrology class that you can do. If I did a masterclass, a way that you can run your free chart, you can read where the nodes are at, you can go look. What does that mean? What kind of insights can you get from that? Just check below. It's, to it's totally free. It's a 90 minute thing I just filmed for anyone in our community who wanted to be able to read their personal birth chart. Okay, side note. <clears throat> so coming back to Pluto squaring the nodes of fate, it's going to continue to like, it's like um, Pluto's like excavator. He's, he's like deepening in, like we're going to go deeper and we're going to go more and I'm going to reveal more around what it is that 
will really authentically um, fill you, right? Nodes of fate. What is it that's really meant for you? What is it that's not meant for you? And there can be a real uncomfortable. It's like he turns up the, the pressure cooker to make it feel really uncomfortable, the things that are out of alignment. So something really great for this full moon, of course, but also all of July and especially toward the end when this the heat gets cranked up. But I'm sharing it now because start to watch, right? Start to, they're, they're already doing the dance. Pluto is, he's slow, right? He's the outward planet, very slow. It's not like Uranus where it's like lightning bolt, whoosh, quick change. It's like deep, but very lasting, long-term transformation, right? That's Pluto. And so he's working, he's been working these nodes of fate already and will intensify and then exactly square based on true node. There's also mean nodes that you could look at, but true node, which is actually where the nodes are, they just wobble. They move, they're, they're, they just have a really wild way of moving. So they do an average of them, but I always go by true node just because I don't know, the science geek in me loves that. Uh, so July 22nd, July 25th and July 28th, that whole time period there, you know, a day before, a day after, that's like a, to me, that's a time to just really um, give ourselves some space. So maybe if you can plan on uh, some sort of like internal journey, some sort of deep dives into self, some sort, you know, like shamanic journeys will be good around then. Underworld journeys, it's Pluto, Lord of the Underworld. So something, anything that will guide you in, maybe you have your own practices, guide you in and take you into your underworld, into like deeper realms of self, right? Deeper realms of self. Um, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to get little insights of, of some of these deeper realms of self um, that are kind of being asked to look at and they're not comfortable. It's not comfortable, but how it feels for me is what it has to do with is this like next thing that rewilding is being called into, right? Because I'm obviously so incredibly intricately interwoven into rewilding at the moment. I think someday that won't be the case, but for now, uh, I'm very intricately interwoven into rewilding. And it's like, can feel or see a potential, right? A potential and a calling, like a real, a real calling in in rewilding and that means the team that means the new like new programs that we'll put out or you know new offerings or what will podcast topics be about coming up and in that so i'm sharing this little example so that you can kind of feel in for yourself what pops up for you you know are there insights or are there things and then pluto is very much about truth you know the truth of what has been hidden from us before. And so it's very much, I can feel these potentials, North Node, where things are headed, possibility, destiny, fate, like questions I wrote here. I'll give you these questions. These were personal questions that I wrote for rewilding. Um, and I just looked at them again yesterday. And I was like, wow, this is so good. In alignment with the current energy that's coming this month is, um, what is rewilding's legacy? What is it that, the soul of rewilding wants to leave behind when, like when I'm gone, right? I think about what, 
what is it? like it's like this longer term bigger picture um, more soul aligned which is connected to for me which is connected to what is the greatest thing that can be created and left behind when it's no longer I'm no longer even a part of rewilding right I'm not here anymore and then um, this other part is a little bit more personal and this goes you know what is it and this is how it felt for me the adventurer in me kind of kicked in and maybe this will help for you too but it's like um, in this kind of call of where rewilding these possibilities or potentials, it's like, well, what, what is it that I really want to um, uh, experience, embody, embrace, learn, understand, grow into? That's very much North Node, grow into. And it's like, well, what lights you up if you were going to grow into something? What is it that really like kicks up curiosity in you it lights you up like a christmas tree to me it's the feminine it's 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 the feminine right and that's part of what what's happening in rewilding um and you know kind of this little pivot that we're making in rewilding it's it's this oh my gosh like we've tapped into feminine mysteries we've we've been holding you know feminine circles and feminine reclamation work and working with all of the different archetypes and this feeling of we've we've not even We've not even scratched the surface of what's possible. We've not even scratched the surface of, of the feminine mysteries that are possible for us where we are at now as our collective consciousness, right? What we're able, there's a hummingbird right outside my window staring at me. Like, I'm not joking. If I could turn this camera on, it's literally like right there. And it's still there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this world. I love the feminine. I love the interconnectedness of the all of everything. I love how the world speaks to us, how nature speaks to us, right? Mother nature, mother earth, like just, oh man. Breaks me, cracks me. That's something else. I love this. Um, look for signs, ask for signs, right? Ask if you've got some of these like sparks of insight, these and full moons are great for this. So if you're looking for a full moon ritual, it's great for this. These nodes are so incredibly lit up and the full moon just adds more light, adds more, you know, capacity for revelations, like revelatory energy. And so ask, you know, ask, ask those questions, sit, sit in those questions. What lights me up? What am I really passionate about? You know, if, if I had, if I did not have to think about making money, because a lot of times that gets in the way, if I didn't have to think about money, what would I do? What, what would I do? Well, you know, what, what is like soul, soul fulfilling for me? Um, and then ask, ask, ask for signs, right? Like let the world talk to you. Keep your shamanic eyes on, keep your shamanic ears open. Ask for signs. Like, is this the right path? You know, and then the book falls off the shelf. I don't really know that there are really books on shelves all that much anymore, but you know, like you're scrolling through the rewilding Facebook group, which if you haven't joined it, it's free and it's really beautiful. And there's been a lot more activity in there lately, which I'm loving. Um, and I'm posting a lot more in there too. And it's just, I don't know. It's a cool, I don't know what's happening over there, but it's pretty cool. We'll put a link um, free to join down there if you want to. But maybe you're scrolling through the rewilding Facebook group and you see a book recommendation. You're like, and that's the way books fall off of shelves these days. Uh, so that's something that I would say for the whole month of July, 
just really be open to the world speaking to us, uh, especially when Venus goes retrograde. Venus goes retrograde on, uh, let me see, July 22nd. So we'll have another new, we'll have a new moon update. There's a new moon coming up on the 17th. And so I'll do an update then and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But she's in her shadow already. It's already happening, right? Like right now, she's moving across the degrees of Leo. So she's in Leo. Leo is about creativity, your uniqueness, your your unique (laughs) shining your light, right? Leo is um, sun. So it's shining your light in your unique way out in the world. And that's Venus values, the feminine. But what is it that we, um, I know we can go into beauty. She's the goddess of love and she's the goddess of beauty. And yes, but there's a deeper layer to her that's going to be at play with this Pluto North Node South Node. And it's going to be values. What is it that we truly genuinely value? What is it that we truly genuinely love? Here's a great question to ask around this Venus retrograde is... What do I need to create in my life to um, give and receive love in the way that I feel is possible for me? What does that look like? Do I have children? Does having children um, create the flow of love that my heart desires? Is being deeply connected to nature something that create this intimate flow of love that I'm longing for? Does spending a lot of alone time with the divine create this flow of love? It's, it's really going to bring us to some deep truths. And I think it'll be a little bit challenging for some of us to accept these deep truths because Venus is going to invite us to get especially with Pluto on the nodes. Like this isn't just any old Venus retrograde, right? It's not any old Venus retrograde. They're always magical. They're always beautiful. They're always very revelatory. But this isn't just any old Venus retrograde because the dance of Pluto on the nodes, which is just destined. It's like deeper destiny being revealed while Venus is sorting out your values. So it's heart and soul. Venus is bringing in the heart. Here's heart truth, heart alignment, heart warrior. What would you be a heart warrior for? What is it that your deepest heart is longing for? Venus brings the heart. Heart, 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 heart. Heart truths, heart longings, heart desires. That's Venus. And because she's going retrograde, she's going to demand that we get real about it. We get real about it. The surface level love, like chocolates and roses and shit, it's not going to cut it. Like she's going to take us to a deeper level of truth, a deeper level of longing and desire, and it can be painful. So just know that in there can be this, I don't dare go there because I'm going to have to feel lonely, the loneliness that I try to not feel. I don't dare go there because I don't, I don't dare let myself love this much for fear of abandonment, for fear of that being taken away from me. I don't dare, I don't dare create the relationship that I want to because I'm so terrified of reaper or what, whatever it is. It's going to be unconscious. So Pluto's going to be bringing up also just where he's at with the nodes. It's like destiny. He's like, this is not only your soul's destiny, which are the nodal points, this is your heart's destiny. 
This is, this is what's destined, your highest potential in love, right? Feel into that. That's a crazy thought. Like if you really sit with that, what is my highest potential in love? And let it go beyond, you know, just a partnership or an intimate relationship. Let it go beyond that. What is my highest, what is my highest potential um, for, lo- for love? <sighs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, and let it be unique to you, you know, like what the, the form of love or the environment that you create love in will look very different to the form that I uniquely, Leo, uniquely, creatively create, right? My, my world will look different, right? I get to come here and love. I get to be in a circle with women and love. I get to be in a circle with men and women in rewilding and love. I get to be in in in-person retreats and love. I get to be online creating things and love. I get to love the divine feminine, the divine masculine, the union. I get to love all of these different god and goddess archetypes that I work with. I get to love the small, beautiful group of soul friends that I have in my life. I get to love my family, right? But my love and the environment that I value, right? There is no right or wrong in what we, our heart deeply values. It's just us being brave. Leo is also lion, brave, courage, courageous. Being courageous enough to admit to ourselves this is what I want. I want community. I want deep, soulful community. And sometimes admitting that kind of feels like it might break us. But that's how Venus creates, is from the deep longing. That's how the feminine magnetism, right? That's how it creates. And it cannot attract in or magnetize in or create in until it taps into the place that is longing, right? Right? Do you see that? Like uh, most of us are creating on a surface level because we're afraid to get into the heart's deepest longings because there is inevitably an emptiness there. And it's from the emptiness that we call in something to fill it. So get good with the empty. This is feminine. This is feminine magic. This is feminine magnetism. This is how the feminine creates. It's beautiful. I did a video on Aphrodite. If you haven't listened to it, that's Venus, by the way. Um, That was a podcast best thing to listen to after this conversation. Seriously, if you've not listened to it, or even if you have, you might want to listen again. Um, Especially, I mean, listen to the whole thing because it's like chock full of practices on how you can work with Venus in retrograde, right? And how you can work with Aphrodite. I created it I don't know, a few weeks ago because of Venus going in retrograde. So it per, it was designed to support you through this Venus retrograde and give you lots of ways to work with it and reflective questions and things to feel into and ways to open up to things. Um, so definitely check that out if you haven't yet. Um, we'll put a link all over the place for that too. Um, okay. So I just want to complete this last little thought and then we'll dive into specifically this full moon. But know that everything I'm talking about is this moon, right? Like this full moon is everything that I'm talking about. Just know that it's it's going to be intense on the full moon because the full moons just bring intensity to it. There's a couple other things that I want to talk about. Like Shiva is a conjunct the sun, one degree off of the sun during this full moon. That's divine masculine. That's stunning. 
divine masculine on the sun. The sun is a masculine sign, right? Sun shines a light. Shiva is divine masculine. Shiva is like grace coming down into oneself, right? So it's working with the light of the divine masculine. It's just, that's stunning in itself. That's a really, um, <laughs> it's enlightenment. It's enlightening. We can work with that. We can embody that. We can embrace that to enlighten, right? It's very, very spiritual. Like it's a very spiritual alignment, but we can also bring it into our lives and bring it into the world to bring um, next level consciousness to something. That's what Shiva's got the capacity to do. You know, we talk about, you know, being more conscious and next level consciousness and evolution, masculine evolution, Shiva. I, that is the archetypal energy. And I would say that's even more than just an archetypal energy. That's one way of talking about it. But that is a powerhouse of an energy to work with, especially on a full moon conjunct the sun, which is the masculine aspect of the full moon, right? The feminine is the moon. The sun is the masculine. They're opposing each other during the full moon. They're directly opposite. And Shiva, the masculine archetype, is on the masculine. It's really a stunning, but we'll miss it. Oftentimes we'll miss it. So it's like turning the dial. Um, meditations into the void are amazing. Meditations into higher states of consciousness, altered states of consciousness are amazing during, during this full moon. I mean, crazy stunning. And then if you're wanting to work with that, in an embodied, bring it into your life, bring it into your world kind of a way. Here's just a fun little practice you can do. You could literally feel into the sun, feel into Shiva. We just, we have that capacity. It's happening. As above, so below. It's happening outside of us in the skies. It's happening inside of us too. We're just mostly not aware of it. We're mostly not awake to it. We're mostly not conscious to it. But we can activate that. We can become conscious to it. And so you just feel into them. You call that in like sun and Shiva, right? And, and Shiva, you can also feel into Christ light. So if you're not versed in Shiva, it's like Christ light. It's just high level, pure divine masculine essence. You call it in, right? You call it, and you just see my smile. It already happens. It's just, it's like this, um, it's this high vibrational light. It's just this, and it's this kind of high vibrational light that, um, it's like it, it almost like dissipates or dissolves anything that's like denser, right? That's a way, I mean, there's many ways, but this is just the one that's coming in this moment. That's a way that we can embody that and bring that into our lives, tapping into that energy. You can literally pour that energy through you. It's like, <laughs> you ready? I'm just going to be a little bit raw. It's like um, the masculine capacity to penetrate with light right? That's, that's, that's what's happening here, right? The sun, masculine capacity to penetrate with light. You literally embody that light and then you aim it, direct it at something in your life that you would like to become more conscious, more evolved. You would like it to move out of a dense, lower state of consciousness into a higher vibrating state of consciousness, 
This can be your work, this can be your home, this can be your body, this can be your belly, this could be your thoughts. This can, I mean, there is no limit to what consciousness can penetrate, right? Consciousness can penetrate anything. Consciousness can penetrate anything. And when you're working with the divine masculine, Shiva, it's always in your highest good. It's always in your high. And you just hold that intention if you get a little bit nervous, like, I don't know about channeling. I don't know about channeling grace through my body. It's love and light. It's in the highest good. But just hold that intention. You literally just call it in, pull it down, pour it out of you. And at what it is that you would love to shift in your life. But just be careful because it's powerful as fuck right? Like that's a powerful practice. That's a powerful prayer. That's a powerhouse of a prayer. And it's an embodied one that will affect your life, right? And so you just pour that in. Like I would love for the highest and best thing, the most conscious, the most awake thing to happen in my intimate relationship. I would, I, I just, I'm pouring high level consciousness into my relationship and <laughs> without expectations. I am just pouring light and consciousness and evolutionary energy into my into my intimate relationship that could lead to some challenging conversations it could lead to some truth bombs some things that have been swept under the carpet that now need to come out of the carp now need to come out from underneath the carpet so that the relationship can evolve to the next level right this is beautiful and stunning. Um, I feel like this is what we might be working with in membership. Um, so if you're in Bones, we belovedly, lovingly call it Bones. Um, it's called living close to the bone, like living close to like razor's edge of soul truth and soul fire and uh, just walking that heart-aligned, soul-aligned path. Um, that's membership. Um, and every month on the first of the month, we hold a workshop, a gathering, a circle. Um, and in my sense is... That is one of the practices that we'll be doing there. So if that sings to you, even if it's after the first, you're watching this on the full moon, maybe don't worry, it's recorded um, and it's in your members area. So as long as you join uh, in July, you get that, you'll get that workshop. So we'll put details below uh, for that as well. You're super welcome to join us. And even if you're like, I don't know, you're really welcome to try it out for a month. Um, there's, I don't know how many hours of workshops that come with it too. I want to say there's five, six, seven hours of workshops that come with it. And you can just try all of those out in July during these wild portals of energy, uh, during this Pluto North node, South node, Venus retrograde. Um, so that's a way it's 47 bucks. That's a way to just get a whole bunch of, um, resources and tools and ways that you can practice in this energy, um, or be guided and held in the energy because that's what they are they're real experiential journeys that just take you inward so if you're like i don't know where to go or what to do that's an easy way to try something okay all that stuff's below uh all right let's let's talk here's the last piece that i want to share about this month of of july and this venus retrograde along with pluto squaring the nodes venus brings in the heart alignment the nodes bring in the soul alignment. This is alchemy. This is literally alchemists. So the great alchemists, the ones, the, those amazing beings who have capacity to like, you know, the old thing is changing lead into gold, but we are all alchemists. It's just to what level are we empowered to create, right? We're all creators, but just how powerful of creators are, how magical are we in creating and in manifesting and 
part of what brings us to higher and higher states of alchemy, of being able to be alchemists. Like you literally alchemize things in yourself. You can alchemize things in the past. You can alchemize, um, you can, it's, it's crazy. Um, we just did an entire mystery school on this. So for three months, we completely dove into the mysteries of alchemy. Um, but one of the most important principles to illuminate one's capacity for alchemy, right? To turn on your inner alchemist is alignment. We don't create when the heart's over here doing one thing, the mind is over here doing another thing, our emotional body is over here fighting all of that, and our soul is wanting to do something different. That's how most people make it through life is the heart's doing one thing, the mind is doing another thing, emotional body's doing another thing, and our spirit, our soul is on a completely different trajectory. Now we haven't brought them into alignment. That's all. We we just we we they're not talking to each other. We haven't brought them into alignment. Once they come into alignment, can you feel how what that does? Like, just imagine your emotions are aligned with your thoughts. That's wisdom right there. And that's also just an enormous amount of energy being all directed at the same place. Now, your thoughts are in alignment with your emotions, which is in alignment with your heart's deepest longings and desires. And that's not hidden or we're not armoring it or we're not protecting it or we're not doing silly little things, right? That's just like fully open. Here is my deepest heart. Here's my truest heart. And this is what my heart really wants to create. Most of us, we have a really hard, going there is very fucking scary. It's, a, it's terrifying for most people absolutely terrifying for most people is to just get to those depths of the heart. Um, if you're like, Ooh, that might be me, there's a heart warrior workshop. That's also free. We have a ton of free stuff. Like I think July is the month of free. Um, that's on sabrinalin.com. It's right on the homepage. We'll put a link to that too. Heart warrior workshop. If any of that around the heart is resonating to you, that is a great thing to go and do, right? It's like an hour long um, workshop. It's an experiential workshop. Again, it goes into this, this aspect of the heart. Okay. Anyways, imagine mind is in line. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my, my, my body's already like, yeah. And it's like recalibrating physically to just bring everything into a line. Like it wants to go, right? Let's create. So mind is in alignment with the emotions which is in alignment with the deepest heart, the place that we usually don't want to go because it's just so fucking painful and we don't want to feel that much or admit that that's what we really are craving and that's what will really fill, fill up our hearts because we're scared we'll never get it and we're scared we're going to have to feel too much and blah, 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 all the stuff, all the stuff. But you can work through that. That's, that's it's not that hard. All right, so that, that, that comes into alignment. And then in alignment with... It's so hard for most people to feel into the soul. Right, like I say soul and we literally crap out, most people. Not everyone, you might be like, dude, I'm so aligned with my soul. But it's like, if we were to go to deep, 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 inner, wise, elder in self, that's sometimes a way to feel into soul. Like deep, 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 inner, wise, elder in self, an inner, wise, elder in self that knows exactly what you came here to do. Right, like it's deep and it's, it's, and it's, it's this is what you came here to do. 
this is who you came here to be. This is what you came here to experience. It's like your karma is there, not bad karma, but just your karma, your blueprint. This is your soul blueprint. This is what you came here to be, Who you, how you came here to um express and embody and experience and that's in alignment with the heart's deepest longing which is in alignment with the mind which is in alignment with the emotional body can you imagine how easy it is to make decisions at that point can you imagine how much juice you have all lined up to the same thing like heaven forbid the thing that you're looking at attracting into your world because you are going to pull that in so fast it won't even know what hit it right because you have all of you have like soul juice that most people never tap into. It's like literally this just enormous force that can just whoosh, pull it in, or it will create, it will figure out. It's genius. You tap into universal mind, which is far wiser than your silly little brain, right? All of that gets into alignment and just these insights come in. The book falls off the shelf because it can't help it. The world has to respond to you living in that deep of alignment. Right. It has to. People respond. Relationships respond. Connections respond. Career, everything responds. Everything. But doing the work to come into that deep, it's like alchemist's alignment. Doing the work to come into that, it's, it requires work. Most of these parts of self are completely unconscious still, right? Much less in alignment and harmony and working with each other. But that's part of what July is for. So do the deep inner work in July. I'm telling you, it will pay off in dividends. Dividends. And again, if you're like, I don't know what to do. I just gave you free options. I gave you a membership, which is we're going directly into this, right? It's called living close to the bone. That's alchemist alignment. Everything we do in there is around alchemist alignment. So if you're like, I don't know how to do that, where to go, what to do, blah, maybe it's not with me, right? Maybe you're just like, I don't know, Sprinty, you're a crazy bitch on YouTube. Like, I love listening to your videos, but listening to you guide me into some experiential shit, nah, that's a little scary. I get it. That's cool. But find the spaces that do work for you and the people that can hold the space or can guide or can give you insights or can awaken something in you. All right. Let's talk a little bit more about specifically on this. We're already at like 40 minutes. Woo, didn't know I had this much to say today. Uh, all right. Specifically on this full moon, it's in Capricorn. Um, Capricorn is structure. Capricorn is a masculine um, energy. It's structure. It's foundation. When I feel into Capricorn, you can also feel into Saturn. This The sun is trining Saturn and Jupiter on this full moon. Those are good aspects. So to me, there's this possibility, and this just supports everything that we've been talking about, but for this full moon, and we've been doing this for a little while, I, I know in the last couple of energy reports or life cheat sheets, um, uh, we've been talking about creating foundations. Like what is it that you, what foundations do you need to create in your life to support your great becoming, to support who you're becoming, to support your life trajectory to support these things that Venus retrograde and Pluto with the nodes is going to reveal to you is revealing to you might already be being revealed to you your heart's deepest desires what it is that you really value you know what it is that you're working toward becoming or creating in the world right what is that and what are the foundations 
to be created, like lasting foundations, sustainable ways of doing things. And I think that's so beautiful that it's a full moon in Capricorn and that Saturn's trining. So Saturn and then Jupiter is just a big old grace bomb, right? Jupiter adds expansiveness, adds grace, adds more light, adds luck um, to this full moon. And so you can kind of feel into, you can kind of feel into like the magic, the, the, the magic, the grace, the luckiness. Venus is also extraordinarily magical and she's an alchemist. Like she's an alchemist. If you look up uh, some of the, if you get into like the Fibonacci numbers and you start to see like uh, the, the star of Venus, like it's, it's pretty wild. Like get into the math of Venus. You can Google search some of that stuff. I won't go into it, um, but it's pretty stunning. It's pretty stunning. And for her <coughs> um, to be doing what she's doing, um, this is pretty beautiful. Uh, there's something that I do. No, I'm not going to go into that. That's too many details. Um, just know that there are many other aspects that are happening in this specific Venus retrograde that amplify this magic, amplify this. And it's feminine magic. It's Venus. There are two major planet uh, bodies, right? Um, in the skies, major ones that are feminine, the moon and Venus, like Venus carries a lot Yes, there's all the asteroids. Yes, there's the minor plant. There's the, all that stuff. Things in the Kuiper Belt. All of those other things. But of the main ones, that means Venus carries a lot. If the moon carries mother, right? Venus kind of carries all the others. Like there is just a lot that's carried in Venus. A lot of feminine mystery. A lot of feminine magic. And she can take you into deeper and 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 deeper, and deeper realms. She's a really good doorway opener to other archetypal energies, like you, like Venus into. Um, what is happening there? That's wild. It means I've talked too long because apparently the drums just start going off on my computer. <laughs> um, no, we'll finish up here in a little bit, but. Um, <clears throat> you can, yeah, springboard into, <sighs> Venus is just a really great door opener to the feminine mysteries. I'll leave it at that. I will leave it at that. And this retrograde is an amazing time to be working with feminine deities, to be working with archetypal energies to the feminine, to be working with all the gifts that come um, when we work in those realms. Okay, uh, let me see. This one is probably the last one that I want to bring up. Yeah, we've talked about Shiva, but here's the last one. And it has a little bit more to do with Venus. Venus and Mars are very close together. That's the archetypal couple. This adds to the magic, adds to our capacity to create, to procreate, right? They're the archetypal couple, Mars and Venus. And they're dancing together in Leo, the sign of unique expression, the sign of outward expression. Remember, we talked about this, courageous. It's the sign of the sun. But really demands um, in our creative capacity, in our mystical union and all the things that come with mystical union and opens up the doors to those mysteries as well, right? And so opening, by the way, within mystical union, you can find the alchemist and alchemy. It deepens. It deepens our capacity to open up to our inner alchemist and to open up to alchemy. I mean, really and truly. It's, this is not like pie in the sky, fluffy, airy, fairy stuff. Like you legit have an inner alchemist. You legit have these capacities to create from that place and to transform things that you never thought you could transform, 
I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> um, and this is just a time where it's really, 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 really open and available. Um, Uranus is squaring them. So it's Mars and Venus, Uranus is squaring them. That's surprises. That's awakenings. That's spiritual awakenings. It's lightning bolt revelations. And so we can see things around mystical union, around procreative magic. And, and think about it like magic beyond that, right? It's like when two forces come together and a third unique energy gets created right? Feeling into that. Um, and it can, on other levels, also bring us more insights around relationship between our own masculine and our own feminine, relationships between our feminine and another's masculine, our masculine and another's feminine, right? Can really bring out this dance of silly old thing, men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing, right? Throughout the gender, but you can just kind of feel into, you know, how our the masculine and the feminine, which are really two sides of the same coin. We could look at it in that way, the yin-yang. You know, how do they harmonize? How do they balance? How do they dance with each other? How do they love each other? What are the gifts when they are working together that we can open to? So just more magic around mystical union, more magic around sacred union, sacred union in all forms. Uh, yeah, I won't go into this. There's a lot of other videos I've done on that. Uh, we've held full just programs at mystery schools. By the way, that Heart Warrior workshop goes into a program called the Reunion Experience, which if this is singing to you, that's the only way you can get into the Reunion Experience is if you do the Heart Warrior workshop, which is totally free. You kind of get to give it a trial. Um, and then I think... I think there's still some, I'm sure there is. We'll make sure that that happens if this podcast, when, by the time this podcast goes out, uh, we'll make sure that that's turned on, um, but a way that you could keep going into the reunion experience. That's one of my all-time favorites. That is legit one of my all-time favorites that has been created over the nine years of rewilding. And I can't even tell you how many online programs we have, but it is one of the top, that one in birthing a new world, uh, like really stand out in my mind of, yeah, anyway, they're all special and amazing in their own unique way. But for whatever reason, that one just has my heart in, in interesting and beautiful ways. Um, might be because that was our first time really going into the mysteries of union in that way. The, yeah, yeah, and what was revealed in there blew me away. Okay, um, I think that's it. I would love to hear from you in the comments. What was your favorite part? What would you love to hear more of? So if there was a theme that I spoke about, I love this feedback. It is so great. Um, we're going to be doing more podcasts. We're totally dedicated to every Thursday, a video coming out and a podcast coming out, but we're doing more. We're ramping it up and I'd love to know what y'all want to hear about. So if there was a theme, which there were many themes, I think in this conversation, but if there's something you're like, oh my gosh, please go more into alchemy. Please go more into mystical union and how that relates to alchemy. Oh my gosh, Sabrina, please do a video on how Aphrodite opens the door to Isis and what is the link to Mary Magdalene and what is the link to Lilith and how, like, what is all, 
whatever it is, right? Whatever it is for you, that would be beautiful. I read all of the comments the first couple days after a video comes out. And after that, my team reads all of the comments and then we're always sharing and talking about everything. So it all comes back to me and I just, I love you all. I love being with you. I love your comments. Um, I just love that we get to do this together, right? I love that we get to explore these territories and these realms and our inner worlds in this way. And we get to empower ourselves and open up to these crazy fucking mystical gifts that Lord knows I thought that they were all just like crazy things written in a book that didn't actually happen to people uh, until they started happening. Uh, <laughs> so I'm grateful we get to do all of this together. All right, so much love to you and happy full moon.